Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are talking activities for the primary drama room. These are 10 fun activities that work across the primary years, with small tweaks to adjust their difficulty for different curriculum levels. Drama Victoria is in the process of developing a primary drama teachers network, an online community for teachers of primary drama, a place to share resources, ideas, ask questions and seek guidance. If you're interested in being part of the network, do not hesitate to email us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. With no further ado, I bring you 10 minutes on activities for the primary drama classroom. Activity number one, Zoom. Similar to classroom favorite, Zip Zap Boing Papunga, Zoom is an energy activity that engages the whole body. Get your students to stand in a circle and pick up from the floor or from your pocket a very special little car. Now this invisible car is any color the students want it to be, any shape the students want to be, with as many wheels as the students want it to have, with maybe a big lightning bolt painted down the side. Now this car can go as fast as you want it to go. All you have to do is say zoom very quickly after the person next to you has said it. Let's see if we can send this car zooming around the circle, all saying zoom one at a time. Zoom, 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 all the way around the room. And then we'd send it the other way around the circle. Zoom, 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 zoom. I encourage the students to move their arm across their bodies, thrust it to one side. Zoom as they send the car around the circle. If you want the car to turn and go in the opposite direction, you put two hands in the air and say, eek, like a car putting on its brakes. Eek! So the game may go zoom, 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 eek! And then go back the way it came. Zoom, 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 eek! And then again, zoom, 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 all the way around the circle. Once your students are all over that and have gotten over saying eek every 10 seconds, you then can add bridge. Bridge is when you put two hands together and send the energy across the opposite side of the circle. The energy can jump from one side of the circle to the other without having to go all the way around. It also saves students that are having two people say eek either side of them. They can send it to the other side of the circle. You can obviously create your own rules for this game as the students get more and more comfortable with it. Activity number two, splat. Splat is lots of fun. The students stand in a circle and the teacher stands in the center. The teacher pretends to put whipped cream onto an invisible pie. The teacher then makes eye contact with different students in the circle. Once they have direct eye contact with one student, they put their hand all the way back, their invisible pie ready to throw. They throw the pie at that student and say, splat. If the student ducks before you say splat, they are safe. If the student forgets to duck, They get a big cream pie in the face. Obviously, it's a pretend cream pie. You can extend this activity by making it similar to the drama game Bang, where once you say splat and that student ducks, the two students next to them have to throw cream pies at each other. The first or fastest person to throw the pie wins. You can imagine it playing out like this. Teacher locates a student, throws the pie, says splat. The student ducks. 
the two students next to them throw a pie at each other. The fastest one to throw the pie wins. Activity number three, master, master, who am I? Select one student to sit in a chair facing away from the group. You then ask one student at a time to say, master, master, who am I? And the student sitting in the chair, the master, has to guess who said the phrase. If they get it right, they stay as the master. But if the group has tricked the master, then the new student gets to go up and take the master's place. You can explain to students that they can change the volume of their voice, the pitch of their voice. They can change the rhythm of their voice. They can even put on accents. Activity number four, Ninja. Ninja is an incredibly fun game. Students tend to love it. This game has quite a few rules, but obviously you can make up your own. So you start the game by everyone standing in two or three lines facing the leader. The leader then says, Hiya! And jumps in a stereotypical ninja pose. And the students respond by saying, Hiya! So the teacher gives a call and the students give a response. For example, if you say, Hi! Maybe they have to jump in the air. If you say arigato, maybe they have to bow. Most of the gameplay is the ninja holding her sword. If the ninja runs the sword down along the ground, the students have to jump. If the ninja puts her sword up across through the air, the students have to duck. If you slice on a diagonal, either way, the students have to move out of the way. This activity works students' observation skills. Here are a few more examples. Putting your hand to your hip, where your sword might be, and saying, We must fight. Students must then put their hands on their hip and say, To the death. The teacher may thrust their hands out forwards, saying, Huh! If the teacher does this, the students must jump back and avoid being stabbed in the chest. Huh! There's so many different ways you can bring ninja to life. Students can also come up with their own rules. Activity number four. I said boom. This is a simple call and repeat pattern. It goes like this. I said boom, I said boom, I said boom chicka boom, boom chicka boom. I said boom chicka rocket chicka rocket chicka boom, boom chicka rocket chicka rocket chicka boom. Uh-huh, uh-huh, oh yeah, oh yeah, one more time. At this activity, every time you do the call and repeat pattern, you change your voice. And the students need to change their voice to go along with you. They copy your energy, they copy your pace, they copy your accent. So you can do a robot voice, I said boom. Or maybe a fairy voice, I said boom. Or a pirate, I said boom. Or you might talk about quiet voices, or loud voices, or high-pitched voices. I said boom. Activity number six. The Easter Bunny told me. Now, you can change the words to this song and do it any time of the year, but I always do it around Easter. And you need to teach your students this song. The Easter Bunny told me he hid some eggs from me. I think I know where to find them. Now it's time to see. If you're working with grade preps, sometimes just the very start of the song. The Easter Bunny told me he hid some eggs from me is more than enough. So, how does this game work? You hide an Easter egg somewhere in your room. It doesn't have to be an actual Easter egg. It could be some keys, it could be a phone, it could be a hat, it could be a huge pillow. 
could be absolutely anything. You ask one student to leave the room and you hide that object. Make sure everyone in the room has seen where you hide the object, except of course the one student you've asked to leave. That student then returns to the room and we sing that song. Now the louder the song gets, the closer the student is to finding the Easter egg. The softer they get, the further away they are. This is just like hot and cold, but you use volume in order to show location. You can obviously use pitch to show location, or you could use rhythm to show location, or you could use pace to show location as well. Activity number seven, three, two, one, become. So three, two, one, become, very simple activity where you get students into groups of three or four, and you say, I would like you to become a circle. In three, two, one, become freeze so they have about five seconds to become the object you ask them to turn into there's a whole list of different things you can ask students to become a dragon a book a knife and fork a table a house a pyramid happiness the sun a square there's no end to the amount of things students can become activity number eight is ABC become ABC become is different from three, two, one become because you make the students decide what they are going to create. In ABC become, you ask the students to become something starting with a letter. So they get into their groups of three or four and you say, okay, you'll have five seconds to become something starting with this letter of the alphabet. So become something starting with B in five, four, three, two, one, freeze! And they've got five seconds to come up with something, work together as a team, and freeze as that object. If you find five seconds is too much or too little, simply just add more time for the students. Activity number nine, Banana Man, the Kidnap Caper, Broad Characters. So what I do is I start the lesson off talking about broad characters, heroes, villains, and victims. So then we talk about what is a hero? What does it mean to be a hero? What does it mean to be a villain? What does it mean to be a victim? And often the students give totally non-gendered descriptive words for those things. So a villain is mean and cruel and nasty. No gender there. A hero is strong and brave and does the right thing. And a victim is being taken advantage of. Then watch an episode of Banana Man called The Kidnap Caper which is all about Banana Man becoming the victim and being saved. This really challenges stereotypes and gets students to watch some pretty hilarious broad characters. You then ask students to recreate their favourite moments from that episode, and there are lots of really funny moments from Banana Man the Kidnap Caper. I'm a big fan of Banana Man, so watching Banana Man is pretty great. Activity 10 I am going to share is two activities in one and I thought rather than activity I would share two great websites that I use as a primary drama teacher I use the BBC bite-sized drama website that is for grade five six students and obviously above so if I want students to find out more about what it's like to create a character or to find out about theater styles or different types of theaters then I take them to BBC bite-sized drama it's a fantastic interactive website the videos don't work in Australia but 99% of the content works and it's a tremendous website I couldn't recommend it more highly and the other one is Kahoot which I'm sure you're all aware of but if not 
go to kahoot.it and you can create fun interactive quizzes. They've got a brand new quiz function called the Jumble where students get to put their response in order. They're given four possible options and they have to put those four options in order. Imagine you ask them to place the numbers one, two, three, four in order and they were jumbled three, two, four, one. Students would then have to drag and drop their response into the right order. It's a great addition to the Kahoot program. I've really enjoyed using it. And hey, if you want to find out what I'm doing in the drama classroom, you can read the Australian Teacher magazine, uh, where I have an article in there most months about what I'm doing in the drama classroom. That is all from us at The Aside. Remember, if you are interested in joining the Primary Drama Teachers Network, do email us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. You can also send questions or feedback to that email as well. There are a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to look through and find one that piques your interest. Thank you very much to Eltham College for letting us record here, Aaron Sill for providing the music, Drama Victoria for their ongoing sponsorship, and of course, thank you for listening.